Rust Belt Gothic. Hello from the ruins. If this is your first listen, please go back to the first episode and start from there. It's the only way to make sense of this. Like a spider's web, the Temple of Music has proved both beautiful and dangerous. Our trio found themselves drawn to the most foreboding part of any structure, its basement. Uh, I really didn't want to go to the basement again. Yes, we are. We're going. Smarts. Don't make me. Boss, tell me we don't have to. We, we have to. We had a, some, something weird's going on in this building and we need to find out more information. The use of a strange key led the investigators into a hidden chamber, a star map, a shrine. Um, hey, you guys want to join me in here? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I let Smarts go first. Uh, look at, look at this up here. There's a gem with this carving around it. A-L-G-O-L. It looks creepy. Once the room was cased, our trio parted ways. But not before Aiden gave his employees one last out. You guys are still new with this. Things have definitely been strange on this one. Probably my strangest case to date. Uh, I completely understand if you, if this is too much for you guys. You're still new. This is um, this is a big one. I, I feel like there's there's gonna be quite a bit that goes down before this is all over. Just doesn't quite feel right. So I just want to guys, I just want to give you the opportunity to back out now. Look, uh, this is the most interesting thing I've ever done. I'm all in. We find them now on the second day of their investigation, after a strange occurrence in the night. I'm gonna I'm gonna stroll into Aiden's office at like 8 a.m. with uh, three coffees with me just to be polite. Be I'm like, already God, there. Had... I'm drinking coffee. I'm already. I have. I was up at like 6 a.m. Oh oh, sorry. These these co- all three coffees are for me. I had the weirdest. I had the weirdest dream last night, Aiden. I you were in it. I had a pretty weird dream too. And yeah, you were also in my dream. So is Smarts. Where's Smarts? Hey guys, sorry I'm late. I was drinking some tea out there. I'm glad I got these three coffees for myself, and I just started chucking <laughs> one of them. <laughs> I finished my coffee, and I take one of your coffees. Aiden, do you take this opportunity to maybe call up the guy who gave you the quest in the first place Rosenberg yeah I can call I'll call Sam hello hey Sam it's uh it's Aiden how's it going do you have anything on that on that case I mentioned yeah I've been I've been making good progress on it um I gotta be honest it's a it's a strange place there's some weird stuff going on there but I don't have a full uh, full report for you ready. Look, I, I need to talk to Preston Fennell, though. I, want, I need to know how I can get in contact with him. You want to talk directly to Preston about this? Yeah, I, well, I need, I need some information, so I, I need to talk to him. I don't, I'm not going to tell him you're involved necessarily if you don't, if you, uh, you don't want to be, but I do, I do need to talk to him. I've come to that point in the investigation. 
I'm not so sure that's a good idea. Why not? This whole deal was just check up on the place, not check up on my business partner. I just need I just need some more information, and I feel like he would have the most about it. Um, this place has obviously been around for a long time, and there's only so much I can find out by examining the actual place. Yep, that'd be diplomacy. Twenty-one. I'll set something up for you. Just don't make a fool of me, please. Okay. And then you guys hang up. Hey, um, what's so? What's going on today? Um, well, I want to meet with Preston Fennell. Um, I made a call with Sam, the guy who gave us the case, and he's gonna try and set something up and get back to me. So oh, do you want me to go with you? That's a good question. I hadn't thought about it. Um, I'm not sure if this is a better one-on-one -on -one situation or not. Hey, boss. I uh, I totally remember this, but uh, who was Preston Fennell again? He's the business partner of Sam, the guy who uh, who hired us for this case. I think he probably knows more than than uh, anybody about the place, and I think we need to get answers from him. Right, right. And he uh, he owned that um, old folks home too, right? Where we stole that key. Did he? Oh yeah. Yes, yes, he did. He's he's also having Mary Gordon, the girl who was injured in that fall. Uh, he's having her transferred to his private facility. Right, right. Uh, it's all coming coming together for me. Yeah, we gotta go interview this guy. What are we waiting for? Yeah, definitely. But he's a hard man to, to find, So, and, and we need some help on this one. Well, I'm here. Let's do this. Come on. Despite his age, he apparently still shows up 9 to 5 to take care of his own affairs. Uh, his office is downtown. It's, uh, it's very modest despite his wealth. It's a two-story building with brutalist architecture, meaning repeated modular elements, uh, function over style, a standard office building. Nothing flashy. I'm going to case the joint. I'm going to... Uh, check out for any cameras. I'm gonna look around, see the, the best place to go in. Just guess we would decide to come back later when it's dark. What about you, Aiden? Um, yeah, I'm gonna let him do that, but I'm just gonna uh, probably walk up to the front door. And Smarts, what are you doing? You gonna go with your boss? Yes. Walk in, there's a secretary. She's a less than happy looking woman. And she looks up at you. She doesn't say anything. She just sort of expects that you're going to say why you're there. Uh, hi, I have a meeting with Preston Fennell today. Uh, are you Aiden Lowe? I am. She stands up and starts walking down a hallway. She motions for you guys to follow. Uh, we follow. And she leads you up a flight of stairs uh Aiden and Smarts roll a spot check for me what'd you get Smarts? two, I got two two uh, plus seven, nine I got three plus two, five 
Okay, these guys don't really notice anything. Uh, and upstairs, uh, you're met by a man in a mechanical wheelchair, uh, meaning that he's rolling himself. Uh, he's uh, tan, dark gray hair, green eyes. He looks very young for his age. He looks to be in his mid to late 50s, yet everyone says that he's in his 90s. Oh, uh, huh. And as, as he rolls up to you, he smiles warmly. You notice he's missing his legs from the knee down, from, from the knees down. Uh, his suit's pant legs are tucked up and folded shut in a very dignified manner. He extends his hand uh, first to Aiden to shake. Um, I shake his hand. Gentlemen, thank you, Stacy. And the secretary leaves. Uh, he says, I, I was just about to have lunch. My, uh, my last appointment canceled. Uh, would, would you like to join me? Uh, yeah, certainly. So, Fennell leads you to his office. It's a simple room done up with blue carpet, mahogany wood desks, uh, table, chairs. It looks like uh, some kind of old smoker's lounge with uh, all sorts of bookshelves and a large fish tank full of coral, colorful fish, and a pair of seahorses. Uh, lunch was apparently meant for a group. It's laid out on, on the table and consists of various pastas, calamari, and prawns. Man, that's nice. I wish I went in. He, Alex thinks to himself. So, Carter, uh, you're outside as all of this is going on. Uh, you wanted to stay out and check out the security and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the car. I'm going to move the car around the corner. And then I'm going to get out. I'm going to put on my aviator sunglasses and pull up the hood on my hoodie. I'm wearing a black hoodie gonna look right now. So suspicious. You're going to look as suspicious as possible. Alex thinks to himself, man, this look is not suspicious at all. I'm nailing this right now. This is going to give me a raise. You've just undone all of the work smarts did on your disguise and you've disguised yourself oh, right. as a creeper. Double, double disguise. <laughs> Well, I want a different disguise than you guys, since we're going separate. Hopefully no one recognizes me. Uh, so you're approaching approaching the building, I'm assuming, from from where you've parked. You're seeing, like, the side of it. Yeah, I'm looking around for any security cameras. I'm going to try and find a good entrance into the building that isn't the front door. Well, we're going to have you roll spot for the cameras, and then search for some sort of alternate ending. Oops, sorry. Alternate entrance. Okay. Corey, the alternate ending is on the DVD specials. We're not there yet. Yeah, we're going to release the DVD specials. It's going to be a black screen. Ah, shit. Okay, well, only a five on the spot. So, I don't, I don't see any cameras. I don't actually have a good spot or search, so that's okay. So, I'm not totally sure how Carter's eyesight is, but he It's good, sees... but he just put sunglasses on. He sees... T <laughs> he can't just take them off. Nope. <laughs> he sees tons of stuff, and stuff that might be part of the architecture. It might be, like, a weather thing? I don't know. It could be It could be a lot of things, and that's sort of what's going through his, his head. Can't tell if they're cameras. 
but uh, for the search. Okay, search. Alright, that's better. 15 total? 15 total. Uh, you see that there's a side entrance, and it is guarded by a man uh, carrying a submachine gun. Oh shit. He is a uniformed security guard. Private security. Hmm. So it's not like he's just some thug hanging out with military hardware. Okay, is he like trying to hide his giant ass gun at all? No, he is He is meant to be very, very visible. Oh man. It's probably a super bad idea. Wait, oh shit, is he a criminal also? He might be a criminal. He might be gay. <laughs> You're not there, you don't get to talk. <laughs> That's getting cut Can up. I tell? Can you tell if he's yeah. gay? <laughs> Uh, I didn't get a good. Roll. I didn't get a good uh, search check. Oh no, a spot check. Roll for roll for gaydar. All right. No, roll for innuendo. Innuendo. <laughs> it's only a nine. You can't tell. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, I was gonna walk up to him, but he's got a giant ass gun. He's also not like in the open. The side entrance you found was like down a kind of side alley that's created between the building and a perimeter fence. So it would be kind of sketchy if you just walked down this alley yeah. to this to this dude who clearly does not want anyone near him. No. Alright. I'm gonna retreat before he sees me. We're gonna jump back to Aiden and Smarts and Preston all having lunch together. And Preston, uh, Preston looks up from his food, and he looks to the two of you, and he says, So, Sam sort of led me to believe that, uh, I'd only be meeting with one person. Uh, this is just, uh, this is a new guy that I hired, um, he's just here to, to listen, take notes. Preston kind of motions to one of the walls on his office, and he says, "Uh, Is that gentleman with you, too? And you see on screen uh, someone in a hoodie and sunglasses uh, sort of trying to be sneaky and not really seeming like he's comfortable with his own sunglasses, but seeming somehow unable to take them off. God damn it, Carter. Security cameras. Uh, no, I, I'm not sure who that is. He does, he's, he goes, not, he's not wearing our uniform, right? Do I have to? Do I have to lie to him? Shit. And I have to sense motive. I think. Roll well, roll well, roll well. That will do. Hopefully. Uh, my charisma not trained in this. Plus one. Nineteen. Damn. 19, okay. Thank god you got lucky. I probably should have been in there, because I actually have very high bluff and very high... Yeah, maybe you should have told us your fucking plan, huh? (laughs) Well, you know, trying trying to spice it up. I'm doing what Alex would do, you know? Yeah, I mean, Alex is kind of a drifter. This is exactly the type of thing I think he he would do that's led up to this point in his life. (laughs) See, I know, uh... Aiden is more on the up and up. You know, he does things by the book. 
even though he's pretending to be someone else right now he's lying a bunch yeah and smarts is a big weirdo and smarts is a big weirdo which is why i knew they'd be the best ones to go in and i'm i'm okay with getting my hands a little dirty uh let me roll sense motive for preston what did you roll a 21 me you yeah no i got 19 you got 19 well he got an eight so he sort of nods dabs the side of his mouth with the napkin he got some sauce there and he says well we have plenty of sick we have plenty of security around the building i'm sure uh whoever that is will be shoot off wait shoot off or shoot off shoot shoot like uh what (laughs) what what you do to a cat or uh Hopefully Carter's smart enough not to do anything dumb. Cut back to Carter. I think I'm just smart enough not to do anything dumb, and I walk up to the security guard. No, I don't. I don't do that. I don't want to die. Preston asks, what brought you here? Um, well, what did, uh, what did Sam tell you, uh, about why we were coming? Uh, Sam informed me that he got a call from the city uh basically checking up on my latest investment Uh, it's true we had an accident there but it's a very old building and i've already talked to some people about this so i'm not sure what the problem is um we've just been finding some strange things in the building and we just wanted to, to hear your side of the story ourselves um, we're still looking into the case with Mary, and, you know, we just want to make sure that it's a, a safe place for people. Well, it was, it, it was very, very unfortunate what happened with Mary, and, uh, you know, for legal reasons, I can't say that I'm personally responsible, but I feel, I feel it, it, it's not inappropriate for me to take it upon myself to see that she gets the best possible medical care it seems honestly like her fall and her injury has aggravated some sort of mental condition too because when i went to see her she frankly not to be crass but she wasn't all there and it wasn't the fall that did that so Hmm. um i want to ask about some of your other properties how many places do you own around the city it'd probably be easier to talk in percentages uh i think as of the last fiscal year i probably own about 17 percent of city property have you had any other incidents at these locations well the city itself has seen better days uh there have been some murders outside of my property uh, some theft that sort of thing but if you mean incidents like mary falling no and uh osha has been looking into pretty much all of my ventures ever since mary fell and they haven't found any problems Hmm. have you noticed any weird things happening in the theater i haven't revisited it yet when was the last visit uh, probably in my youth. Oh. Why did you decide to purchase, uh, invest in the Milton Hall? Well, it has a special place in my heart. <laughs> Let's just say that. 
See, actually, um, you look really young. Thank you. Uh, how how old are you? I'm I'm ninety two. Wow. <laughs> What's your secret? Uh, my secret is probably not having secrets. And he winks and a kind. He's he's really charming, but in the back of your head, you feel like it's a little sinister. Uh, can I in a window check him? See how how straight and forward he's being with us. Sure. Yeah. Uh, nine. Preston rolled against it, and he got an 11. Oh, so, great. you just hit that weird feeling in the back of your head. Um, did you visit the music hall with your family when you were young? Well, with my father, yes. Uh, the music hall was shut down officially, but unofficially, uh, yeah, we visited it. Just your father? My father and some of my siblings. How many siblings do you have? I have ten sisters and eight brothers. Whoa, that's a lot. Are they all blood related? No, none of us are. Are they? Uh, are they involved in in your businesses at all, or are you not close with them? Well, unfortunately, I'm the only one alive still. <laughs> ah, I see. I'm sorry to hear I'm that. I'm sorry. I, uh, they don't share my longevity. They, uh, passed away at early ages. I see. I see. Um, in the building, there was a room we couldn't get into. It seemed to be locked. When we asked the, uh, Sarah, I believe her name was, she said that they weren't able to get into that room. Do you happen to know if there's a way in, if you've been, if you had it for so long? Well, it's my understanding that the temple's been sealed off for such a long time. There, there are probably a lot of locks who uh, don't have keys anymore just because of the passage of time. When, when my family did visit the temple, it was out of architectural interest. We wanted to see something that old. Um, and Corey, I can't remember, when we were in that room, did it look like, uh, nobody had been there in a long time? Uh, I would say that it would be difficult to tell, because when you had gone in there, there was nothing to indicate that anyone had been there, but at the same time, that pistol, that antique pistol that was used to kill McKinley, Mm -hmm. that was missing from its case. And you could see the outline in the dust. Interesting. When are you planning to reopen the music hall? Uh, in three days' time, we'll have our opening night. It'll be an opera. I see. Are you bringing your families? Do you have any? Do you have wife or kids? Nope. I never married, and I have no children of my own. Okay. Look, this might this might be a little bit of a sensitive question, but we we have heard about your your father. Um, there's there's some stories about him. Just uh, what what can you tell us about him? He was a very generous man. It's true that he was into new religions, and. That doesn't necessarily mean cults. Back then, back then, just not being a Christian, 
could have made you a cultist if you believed anything else. Some trouble nowadays, in the 1990s, with new religions being called cults. This thing that happened in Waco about two years ago. Look at how society treated them. It's the same, it's the same treatment my father got. What do you believe in? He goes sort of glassy-eyed when you ask that. What's glassy-eyed? He just sort of stares creepily. He doesn't blink. His eyes look like glass. He says, I'm an agnostic. And he sort of snaps back for a second. Sort of blinks. He says, but the accusations and lawsuits... It was just a way to extort money from him because he was so rich. Could we say that the Waco incident happened in Waco, California instead of Waco, Texas? Just because yeah, it still happened, but it, it just happened to happen. In a, but I just want, yeah. there, I want the thing to have happened in Waco still, but just a different state. That's What's fine. I'm going to have Smarts roll for Sense Motive. And Smarts, what did you roll? One. Yeah. So, Smarts, uh, you, you get so creeped out by it that you kind of have to look away and things things get very socially awkward for a minute um so could you tell us more about the religions your father was in, were interested in uh he sort of warms up you see some life in his eyes it's like uh he never really expected anybody to ever ask him about this sort of thing it's like michael but jackson like, being asked about his father well no it's a, it's a nice memory oh. he's, he's he says well, his favorite, and mine as well, was the Thonic Church of Algul. Do you know about Algul? They they call it the Demon Star. Uh, please, tell, tell us about it. Well, see, Thonic worship is the worship of gods from the underworld, like Hades or Satan. Uh, it's been around pretty much forever though they thought of the underworld in the most literal sense, under the ground. The Church of Algul, however, they had the notion that the underworld is actually above us, in the stars, see? He's, he sort of goes off on a uh, tangent uh, about this subject. It's clear that he, he likes it a lot. He says, uh, it's... Uh, its eastern names are really quite grim. Ancient Middle Easterners called it the Demon Star. Hebrews called it Satan's Head. And the ancient Chinese had two names for it. D-Lin, Mausoleum. And D-Shi, literally piled up corpses. It's something I've been following for a while because why did all these different cultures from all all over Asia decide that this was an evil star. So a lot of them didn't have contact with each other. Just didn't make sense to me why they would hate or fear this particular star. It turns out they didn't like change. And this star didn't just change. Didn't just look like it was in different parts of the sky where it didn't belong. It blinked. How, how did your father know this religion? 
and Preston sort of suddenly seems very, very dark. He has not the best look on his face. It's hard to describe. It's like when you're when you're fiercely angry at somebody, but you're trying just to seem normal. And he's sort of staring at you, and he says, "He was privy to many secrets." And he says it in that creepy ass way. But Fennel, uh, he goes back to his old self pretty quickly. Well, thank you for your time. Is is it all right if we have any more questions? If we give you a call, just so we don't have to go through Sam. He says, "Sure." Stacy uh, can provide you my personal phone number. You can call me any time of the day or night, though I do keep a regular schedule, so I'll probably be probably be in bed by nine. All right. Thank you very much. So you guys leave the office and you start you start walking down the street without without your last partner, huh? Yeah, I mean he's the idiot that got caught. We're gonna walk around the corner. And... Do I see them walk by? In my head, the the angle that you would have had to park at to see them doesn't exist. But uh, the listeners aren't necessarily in my head, so go ahead and roll a spot check. Okay. That's only a five. You don't see anything as Aiden and Smarts get into your car and drive away. <laughs> oh, no. Huh, I wonder where those guys are. It's been uh it's been like an hour. Guys? Guys? Uh, 